Hey everyone! Hi! We're back! We never went anywhere. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, showtime with Jackie and Bert. We're discussing Queen Sono, episode 3 The Devil's Toys. Ooh. We got a lot of things to talk about this episode. Yeah. So it's gonna be great. Strap yourself in. It's time for some grade A discussion. Yes. Get ready for this wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, starting off like we always do, thousand foot view. What What did you think of the episode? I liked it. Okay. Uh, I think we were both a little bit. Um, what's the word? Uh, underwhelmed. Not the word I was looking for, but also fitting. Uh, underwhelmed with episode two, and it just felt slow. And I guess there were some kind of I don't know. Uh, errors in the episode that were like, well not errors but it's just kind of like faulty things where you're like yeah. really uh but this one was exciting i didn't i didn't necessarily know what to expect um mm-hmm. but i did enjoy it i did enjoy seeing more of shandu uh because i've been trying to figure out like you know where is where yeah. things gonna go with him and the fact that him and queen's paths uh finally uh, cross, I was happy to see. Um, I still hate Ekaterina. I mean, she's, yeah. she's a grade A witch with a B. <laughs> um, and yeah. yeah, so I liked it. Okay. What about you? Good. Um, I liked it too. It's definitely the the best episode so far for me. Um, I think the uh, there were a lot of the some of the issues that we had talked about before were still kind of still kind of present. Sure. Uh, notably in the fight scene at the end, I feel yeah. it was it's just yeah, not done terribly well. We don't know if this is a low budget production or not, but uh, you know what? I'll, let's wait till we get there before yeah. I start complaining about it, but yeah, just they're doing their best. Yeah, I I loved the beginning. The beginning was absolutely amazing. It was. Um, it was a good scene. So, yeah, for for just just to recap quickly, um, you know, in the beginning they're in Harare again, and they're in like a um, uh, I don't want to call it a slum, but uh, <laughs> kind of like a shanty town, and uh, there's folks in a church uh, being. Um, uh, preached to by a uh, evangelical preacher who's right. spinning some of that, you know, grade A BS prosperity gospel stuff. Where it's right. like, he's you know, like, God a... doesn't want you to suffer. He wants you to sacrifice. The bigger the sacrifice, blah 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 blah. It's a seed, and the seed will grow, and you will be wealthy. You will have that, you know, expensive right. car, or whatever. It, that, it's it was almost like their version of like a mega church, oh. like a. Exactly, yeah. But on a smaller scale, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, when yeah. I think of megachurch, I think of, like, thousands of people. Well, it's it's, it's the same, the same, the same you know, nonsense, same, yeah. same greed trust up in the cross. It's like, it's, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, and it's uh, it's kind of a, um, you know, daring and, and ballsy what what they did. So they, they had uh, uh, Shandu and the Watuwema, their, um, uh, you know, Terrorist slash freedom fighter group. Yeah, show up. I can't tell if they're like for the people or not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's supposed to be kind of you know, right, riding the line, and they 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 bring that up uh, later. Um, 
anyway, there's the, yeah. So then they show up, and he and uh, Shandu does this. You know, gives the speech. He's all like, you know, tell your parishioners, you you know, drive a Mercedes, you have an expensive mm-hmm. watch, tell them where all their money is going. You're lying to them. They're being. We don't have time for that. No, yeah. ma'am, no, sir. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's 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 really kind of you know being being treated the same way that they treated the. Um, uh, uh, conflict right. uh, minerals or conflict diamonds uh, uh, profit years yeah. in the first episode um, and um, so yeah it's 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 a none none too subtle way of saying you know this this sort of um, uh, you know the 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 emptiness of the prosperity gospel is just one more uh, horrible uh, uh, means of uh, exploiting one another means of you know the, the, the people of Africa exploiting one another that we can thank right. European colonialism for, which is ballsy. I mean, yeah. a lot of people are, are, you know, followers of that evangelical nonsense. Um, and I guess their their reasoning, you know, is that people like that, are people who believe that stuff aren't going to want to watch a majority black show. Uh, um, okay. Just to be, just to really say something that's true. Um, We're very open-minded in yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it, I thought it was great. And then... Yeah. Um, so then he he leaves saying, you know, the the your wealth is yours, the wealth of this this continent is yours. You know, rise right. up, very very similar to what he said in the first episode again. Right, and they go, they start handing back the money to the yeah. to the attendees, which was a nice little touch. Um, yeah, and then they walk out mm-hmm. and. There are some, I don't know, what are they, military men, policemen? I don't really uh, know. PMC, the uh, private military contractors. Yeah, out there about to execute all of uh, Shandu and his bros. Um, but Shandu manages to escape while all his friends are getting shot. Um, and then we quickly realize uh, it was a fake out. Yeah, it was all a big fake There out. were a lot of fake outs in this episode. There were, There were yeah. a couple. Um, but I guess they were basically just scamming the people at the church, um, to, I don't know, kind of what? push this for their agenda forward of making them believe that they are, that he, his interests align with, you know, freeing Africa, blah, blah, blah. But really, I, I didn't you know. see it as that. I saw it as something from the security solutions, uh, people like, because they were, uh, they were videotaped, remember? He had the, the uh, right, uh, right. videotape thing, so it's all like, look, you know, we're 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 you know taking care of these terrorists, kind of a thing. And right, um, well, I mean, I think it's I think it's both. Oh, that's kind of how I saw it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like it, it helps push be... uh, Shandu's agenda forward and uh, yeah. superior solutions. And then um, you you hear uh, Shandu and his. Um, Kind of like second in command slash yeah. friend um, talking about this, and he says something like, "You know, this isn't what I signed up for. We're not freeing anybody doing this." Mm-hmm. And um, and Shandu says something along the lines of, "Like, you know, this is this is a compromise we're making, or or something along um, along those lines." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and it, it was a really really cool scene. They another great example of them uh, code switching. So they would weave in and out of different mm, languages. Yeah. I think you know, they they spoke Afrikaner, they spoke English, they spoke Dosa, um, and I think one other language in there. Yeah, I'm like struggling with that. Not not with this show in particular, but the at least the other show that we've been watching too. 
they switch um, in and out of languages, at least for parts of it, like season two. Part of it was in French, and yep. now sometimes they speak Gaelic and all of that. And it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, they, I, I everyone get a little, immediately knows the show we're talking about now. Right? Um, and I guess I just get a little, like, because then it means I have to be paying attention. I've got to be watching the TV. It's not like something I can listen to. Uh, from afar, which that's not what we're doing here. Obviously, we're paying a lot of attention so that we can talk about it. Yeah. But um, generally, if, if if we weren't doing this, it would be a harder show for me to watch just kind of casually because um, you look down and then you miss part of the conversation. But that's not a critique. That's just me venting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, how it, that's how it opens. And we cut back to... The folks at SOG, the Superior Upper Special Operations Group, uh, Queen and her, um, her crew, her crew, uh, her cadre, um, and uh, they're going to uh, Nairobi, Kenya, for a like security summit. I think oh, I they said uh, it's an African Union meeting, and they. Um, because you know that superior solution is going to be there uh-huh. and at this point they're starting to focus more on Ekaterina uh, because shady. Yeah, they know that Davenport's dead uh, Davenport slash Vitaly is dead um, and, and I guess they know that they're related yes they they figured that out at the, I think in the last yeah. part of that um, so they yeah and they uh, were um so they go there, and some stuff goes down. Uh, it, it's yeah. It's... What did you think about uh, number one? One of my notes was like, I really can't believe they let this dumb white lady give this presentation because yeah. <laughs> I was just not. I mean, obviously, I don't like God, like Katarina, so I don't like her for anything she does ever. Um, but what was your impression of? I guess how like. Do you think people were being, like, receptive to what she was talking about? Did you feel like the people were, like, nodding? Or were they just, like, got this lady off the stage? Those yeah. that Hillary Clinton lookalike. Right. Who, who she knew what was up. Um, very clearly meant to 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 be Hillary Clinton. Um, uh, Did we see what happened to her? We saw that she got in the cabin and yeah. was taken away. Yeah. I assume we're, we're to assume that she's been taken to, like, be killed or something. Yeah. See, that's... I was... I was curious about that. I'm wondering if she's going to come back or if that was just meant to be like, oh, Ekaterina saw that this person is, you know, aligned against her and... Uh, Publicly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Which is a little much for some random ass, like, Hillary Clinton lookalike. I I mean, I think we were supposed to be led to believe she was, like, a major NGO leader. Got it. Um, I don't remember what she said her credentials were or whatever. White intelligentsia, that that kind of is, um, you know trying to for you know for good and ill um sure. uh, uh intervene in some of the right. chaos on that con the uh intercontinental chaos intracontinental chaos yeah um, yeah and there's there's a couple of scenes in that that i, I what do i think it, to circle back i mean yeah it's it's clearly the the two folks um the two women both trying to do what they or both uh offering up um aid as they see it uh katarina is very clearly less sympathetic character and Uh if you take her at her word previously she said she's trying to drag this continent into the future 
Um, she's selling weapons and force that, in her words, is necessary to bring an end to conflict in the region. Oh, and... yeah, because we all know that guns absolutely uh, are the uh, end violence. Yeah. There was a nice bit where uh, Queen, in her cover as a reporter, is talking with her and says something like, you know, don't you believe that in assuming the role of government, private military groups are denying people their democratic right to control the use of force? And then Katarina responds with, right, because this uh, con- this continent is beset with well-functioning democracies or something like that. Mm. Um, I kind of liked that. That was like, you know, uh, obviously it was said in a very, uh, you know, sanctimonious and right. uh, very problematic way and it's you know, making the point making making a salient point right um yeah let's talk a little bit about queen uh, being an undercover yeah journalist um i don't know anything about journalism although it's a career i did want to explore at some point um i thought i was going to be a tv anchor when i was younger or sure. a news reporter uh but um well she didn't do a great job seeing how she got caught no, at the end. She really didn't. But she, I don't know, the her questions were just a little pushy. And I was actually surprised by uh, when she talked to the ex-president of, was it Tanzania? Um, uh, I think so, yeah. I think that was what they were. I mean, that's how they announced him as. Uh, that he got so much information. She got so much information from him yeah like he i have kept, a huge problem with that scene and i was just like what president dude just keeps talking to a reporter about all these things just because he said they weren't about to be so no right that's yeah that. that like and like he because he's revealing a lot of sensitive things a lot of stuff that like yeah. seems dangerous and he's just in public and, yeah they, you know, i mean he took her to a, well i guess it was in a little private room it was like the entry to the the stage kind of because he gets denounced and then he sure. walks onto the stage. But that part to me was like not believable. I'm like, why is he giving her the time of day? He doesn't know her. Yeah. And like, it's meant to be the sort of sinister, you know, clandestine sort of thing. He talks about how, you know, the uh, uh, the SOG, the, the strategic operations group is like, a special operations group, whatever, is uh, really a inheritor of a, uh, or is it the successor to a tool of the apartheid government, which they call Dai which I think means like the corporation or the organization mm-hmm. or something. Sure. Um, and uh, and when Mandela came to power, he thought he could use it for good, but titled "The Devil's Tools Can Never Be Used for Good Purposes." Mm. Um, and he, he, you know, he keeps hinting at like conspiracies and stuff, and like it's just in the open. And yeah. the only thing that he knows is that Queen Sono says that she's a, a reporter from the Namibia Herald, right? The Namibia Tribune, because she messed right, it up. Right, right, she messed it up, yeah. And that she basically blew her, her cover by uh, messing it up, because then they looked into her, and they realized it wasn't a real website and all, or a real company. Um, but yeah, so that was a, a bit weird, and I had a thought about that. Oh, I was just kind of a joke. Just kind of say, um, they must have, like, I don't know, uh, no, I can't remember the word. What's it called when they tell the president he's out? They kick him out. They stood him up. Like what? What, what do you mean? Like, never mind. Okay, that joke's been lost. Uh, never mind. I just don't remember words. 
Um, okay. Yeah. I'm confused, listeners. That's that's okay. All right, so let's oh, yeah. move on uh, to uh, Kim Possible's computer dude <laughs> friend, um, aka it. Fred, um, who has a missing sister. This was new information. We learned this episode. I think they mentioned it earlier. It it was brought back up. Um, But yeah, so he, his sister was taken by some mean people. Right, by a a warlord. So at the uh, security summit, uh, Fred is with Queen and he sees someone that he recognizes. You find out later it's a specific, uh, specific figure, the person who was involved in taking his sister. Yeah. He meets with Dr. Sid, the head of SOG, and says he, he wants to kill him. He wants to kill the person. Yeah. And this is when we learn more about Dr. Sid and how he kind of represents um, what's a, like a, a real politique sort of person. And he mm-hmm. says he, he this guy has a lot of influence in the DRC. He's bringing stability to the region. He has power. We can't move against him. I told you I would find your sister, not that I would not that I would kill the one who kidnapped her or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he's like, if you want to kill him, you can do that part. Yeah. Doesn't he, like, hand him a gun, too, when he says that? Yeah, he, like, draws the gun and, like, drops it on the... On the table, in yeah. In a very, like, callous kind of way. It's not like you're going to kill him. No, I thought not. And then he, like, you know, sure. walks away. Um, And that's, yeah. We find out later he somehow manages to get into the room of the guy. Right. He dresses up as like a server. Yeah. Um, and is arrives with his car. He probably just gave someone some cash, but like, hey, can I borrow your outfit for yeah. like twenty minutes? Paying attention to this gun that I have here. Right. Do they even have cameras in that hotel? Whatever. I, I don't fine. know, dude. It's like fine. maybe it's fine. I'll I'll allow it. I'm not gonna pick up our everything <laughs> about this. Uh but yeah, so he gets in the room with the the man who uh is responsible for his parents' death. And the absence of his sister, and he basically threatens him. Says, "If you don't, you don't tell me what you did or where she is, mm-hmm. whatever, um, and I'm gonna kill you." And then the man gives you us like no information whatsoever, just that he feels guilty about yeah. what he's done. And there's yeah, and, and that he would welcome being being killed. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, is this really well? Well, and uh, Fred. Um, Puts his gun down because I mean he's not a killer. He's yeah, not, I think his his he's of of a pure soul. Uh, yeah. he he gives that kind of energy off. Yeah. So um, I knew he, I suspected that he wouldn't go through with it, but I don't know. We're gonna have to like come back to that in a future episode because we got no answers. So it's like, what was the point of all that? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's strange. I think that she that's. I liked the scene. I liked whoever the actor was playing the warlord. Yeah. He, oh my God, just very, very powerful sort of, a a, a very powerful performance. Mm -hmm. He just kind of stares down Fred and it's just his. Yeah, he didn't blink once. He didn't blink once. He had just this very grim, somber look on his face. And it was, uh, he spoke, uh, he spoke miles without actually saying anything or saying very little. Yeah. Um, and which was something that I, I appreciated. And I also like Fred's, you know, part in that. He's, you know, sobbing and crying and telling yeah. the story. Didn't connect in any way with the rest of the, the show. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe they're connected somehow. Uh, I, yeah, I was kind of taken aback by this kind of like little subplot, but I suppose we can't spend all our time with Queen and what's going on there because that's just I mean, too much. Yeah, it's it's just it. I don't know. Maybe his uh, distraction with all that will somehow impact something in the future. Sure. Some sort of operation or something like that. Sure. It it and maybe maybe it'll be hard hard to judge until later on. Right. Right. It seems to me as though it it didn't advance the story at all. Right. The characters were not different for that at right. all and um but that again that could change so that remains to yeah. be seen i suppose um yeah can we talk about shandu a little bit sure we'll talk about him um yeah like i said in the beginning i'm glad that his and queen's paths finally crossed yes that's right you should yeah mention I, that. Yeah. i don't know if this has been mentioned in the show previously but it was news to me at this point in time that he was an ex-SOG operative. Um, so I guess he, like, worked with them in the past? Yes, and she, uh, they they had, like, code code names, I guess. Um, I forget what she called him, but he called her, her uh, rookie, basically. Mm. Um, which uh, speaks some volumes um and uh in saying that okay so he probably was a more senior figure when she joined and sure. helped teach her um so it's yeah and they spoke and he was being very kind of cagey about what he was doing how he was, was involved because it, it was made clear that he was involved with superior solutions i mean yeah he was wearing like a, a bandage company. not a bandage a badge yeah. <laughs> he was like yeah. in the section so that much was clear um yeah no i'm just interested to see if they're like gonna bang and then stuff's gonna come out because there was still clearly some chemistry oh there. oh yeah oh yeah Those sparks great, yeah. were flying there were sparks flying in that scene they have very good chemistry. so that could be i don't know he could and, be like queens and doing yeah and and importantly, he had a chance. So when a Katarina was going crazy because of a, a, a woman of color refused to back down in front of her, um, you know, hashtag truth. Uh, <laughs> she uh, says, you know, who is this person? Do you know her? To Shandu, and yeah. then shows the picture of Queen. And Shandu's like, I've never like, seen her before. Or says like, you know, she yeah, she she was poking around the yeah. the, the booth. I don't know her. Um, that was a Mariah Carey gift reference in case yo, anybody's interested. Um, but yeah, he protected her. Doing that. So that was I like that that he yeah. didn't like give her away and shows that he has at least some allegiance to her. So like he yeah, isn't completely under with with Ekaterina, which I think Shandu's a smart guy. I think again he's trying to advance a specific agenda, and I think if an opportunity comes to betray Ekaterina or do something that will still help him move forward but leaves her in the dust, I think he'd definitely do it. I don't think he's like fully like 100% loyal to her. And I mean that kind of proved it, I think. No, yeah, it's it's the he's in it for his own reasons. Right. He is well, yeah, it's the whole making a deal with the devil kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And um he's which is why I really hated the scene in the previous episode where he agrees to work with the Katarina and like yeah. you 
you didn't get any kind of a sense that right he he was at all invested or at all forced right. into it or at all anything like that. Um, yeah, it's just so I like this episode a lot. There's a lot of good stuff. A yeah. lot of you know new kernels. We we get some more kind of political wrangling, and you find out like oh. Um, uh, uh, Sophia Sono uh, was deliberately excluded from much yes, of the post-colonial yes. uh, order in Africa because um, she w- she was of of mixed race. Um, she oh. was a uh, uh, um, which I had to kind of look this up. Uh, when they they refer to someone as a colored, it's not just someone who's black. It's a specific sure group that is right. essentially means biracial sure, sure um multiracial and in south africa in particular it's it's a it refers to like a specific it's group of people a, a yeah group of people which uh i guess sophia and ergo queen are are right so in in the previous episode when she was with the afrikaners and they referred to her as a colored it it it, it wasn't i don't know it, it Meant something a little different, than right? What, right. Than the I way thought that we they initially were just being interpreted it. Racist. Yeah. So Which it might, you know, it could be that too. But had I mean, racist undertones. Yes. And, yes. Uh, but maybe at that point we didn't capture like the yeah. the different layers. Yeah. Of it. There we go. That's a that's a great way to say yeah. it, the layers. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Just a very that, this show it 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 was starting to lose me a bit after the second episode. Got me right back in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the ending fight scene between her and Ekaterina was. Before we talk about the fight scene, that. though, can we talk a little bit about? Uh, I don't even know her name. William's girlfriend. Oh, uh, Nova. Yeah, yeah, Nova, and her trying to like be besties with Queen. Yeah, um, very, very progressive. I wrote down in my notes, "Ooh, Nova being all progressive." I'm not sure what that was in reference to. Oops. Um, was it because they had like talks about marriage and? And being a wife and all that, and wanting those things or something, and then Pete was all like, "I don't know what I want, or I don't want anything." Yeah, doesn't matter. But either way, I I liked I liked the fact that Nova's trying to get Queen uh like befriend her. I don't know if she has an ulterior motive, but I I do feel like she can see through Queen's mm-hmm. uh, facade, whatever the. Uh, the the wall that she's put up to protect herself from others, as they do in stories. Yes. Um, but I I do feel like she seems genuine. Uh, so I like that she made that attempt to to bond with her, her and then it was um, uh, cut a bit short because Ekaterina had a, a little business to do with mm-hmm. um, with a queen. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So. Uh... Ekaterina shows up and Queen very kind of quickly naturally is all like, oh, this is one of my rich patrons coming to buy art. Right. Um, and then Nova's all like, oh, okay, yeah, very nice to meet you, and then leaves. And then and Ekaterina was super rude to her. Yeah, she was. she's a mean lady and probably racist, et cetera. Mean sorry. lady! Um, again, inside joke no one's going to get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then they, they have a, a dust-up in the coffee house they're at, they're in um queen gets the worst of it uh pretty much she gets pretty decisively uh beaten by a Ekater- by Ekaterina, and then she manages to escape by like throwing a bottle of liquor at a 
stove that it then exploded into the escape. Yeah, and I guess there was a back door. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I didn't love the fight scene. I don't have an issue with women fighting, physically fighting. I'd love to see more Neither of it. Neither do I. Okay. <laughs> I just was, it was just yeah. a slow, like the way it was filmed, yeah. it was like, ugh, ugh, punch, kick. And I feel like male fight scenes are just a lot more fast paced. And I don't know if if their budget did not allow for like a professional combat stage combat yeah. trainer or whatever. I don't see many fight scenes between women on woman on woman too much to like have a reference for when maybe this has happened before and been done well. But I, I was displeased with that and I, I just I wish it had been like done really well because then that would have been very cool and powerful yeah. girls can fight too <laughs> we don't just pull each other's hair yeah and speaking of hair oh my gosh yeah. why did <laughs> why did queen remove her wrap before the yeah the fight started my conclusion was that they did that so that when they put in her body double yeah we couldn't see her face i think i think that's very uh very prescient and i think that might be the case so she uh, she has a wrap on for for when she's undercover as a most of the episode yeah most of the episode and then when the fight starts she like you know takes it off and then her hair is very like loose and and, and kind of big and like it's it, getting in her eyes and not good would, for fighting wouldn't be wouldn't be what i'd want to have on in a fight because it's like ah right like it gets in the way like explosion of fire right by her head right yeah that is yeah that's a fire hazard but i don't know from <laughs> a again like we are not like artists we're not screenwriters yeah. we're not part of that world but from a you know costuming and directing standpoint like if you know you're gonna have this fight scene at the end then just do something different with her hair. I love the. I loved what she was doing with that wrap and that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. But then it kind of if if the reason she took it off was for the fighting, then it was. I don't know. It just didn't sit well with me. Yeah, it it, it was distracting. Yeah, in the sense it was, of it was very clearly like something that would be a handicap in a fight. Right. And so Bro, at least she could have at least like used it to choke her out or something. <laughs> if she'd done that, that would have been, been pretty cool because then now you're using it as part of the fight. Um, but to me, it felt like a hold my hoops kind of moment. Hold my earrings. Yeah, I initially thought like, yeah, because like she was kicked first and it, it came undone slightly. So I interpreted it not as a hold my earrings thing. And that's like, oh, this is coming off and this is getting sure, in the way. Sure, sure. Um, except, you know. Except now it's like. The part where it was like protecting her hair so yeah. that she could see. But whatever. Regardless. We can we can let it go. We hope that if there's any more fight scenes, girl-on-girl fight scenes in the future, which I don't imagine they will. Because how many times are Ekaterina and Queen going to have a fist fight? I don't know, man. Uh, if there is, I just, I hope it's done a little bit better. Do, you know, give us some credit. We can fight. We can choke her out. Get that get that wrap. Just choke her out, bro. Amen. Which would be a nice oh, uh, pair. Oh, I thought you were referring to her hair no. when you said choke her out. I was all like, what? No, and which would be a nice parallel seeing as Ekaterina has shown she is fond of choking and suffocation yeah. type things. So if she like choked her out with the wrap, that would be kind of neat. Yeah. I don't like violence, despite uh, my excitement towards I was, this. Yeah, I was, you're giving people very much the wrong opinion of you. 
awkward. Um, anything else you want to discuss or any final thoughts before we close it out? Uh, no, I really liked the opening a lot. Um, yeah. a very, very ballsy and very powerful kind of thing. Oh yeah. I think, um, yeah, it was a solid episode. I would it was, say. Yeah. I think it's the best one of, Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. So I'm glad they picked it up because I think it could have been really easy to just give up after episode too yeah. um so i hope they keep the energy and the momentum going the last couple episodes uh did we did you confirm do you know if it's being uh if uh, they're getting renewed for season two according to wikipedia it is okay so that gives me some hope then yeah. that it's it's good enough um very much so for netflix to keep a br- uh, show that with mostly brown people on it since they like to cut other shows yeah. starting brown people but we're uh, it's a different time so maybe they're less likely to cut one like this yeah so yeah definitely check it out guys watch uh queen sona we're we're liking it uh, so yeah far. i, I mean lot. if you're listening we assume you are watching it uh <laughs> maybe not. sorry for the spoilers if you're not watching sure. it hopefully after our first episode uh, that enticed you to watch and hopefully if if after if like us after episode two you were like what is this we hope that this episode was uh, was good for you, and you're thinking, you know what? Let's let's stay on this ride. Let's stay on this ride with Queen and her sidekick, and with Jackie and Bert. Exactly. Um, stay on the ride, Jackie and Bert, and tweet us. Yes. At Bert Jackie. Mm-hmm. Send us an email at Jackie and Bert nineteen. That's Jackie A N D Bert. One nine at gmail.com. Yes. Send us your thoughts, your critiques, your desires, your dreams, your loves, your hates. Send us anything. We're friendly people. We are. We'll give you advice. And if you send us money. Yeah, send us money, which I don't we, know how they would do that. We oh, we can set up a PayPal account or something. Okay. <laughs> if you, or we you are can, professionals. You guys. can actually become a, a sponsor uh, through. Through Anchor. Oh, that's so right, you can. So if you use the Anchor yeah, app, you yeah, can yeah. send us cash if you feel so compelled. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be your friend. We'll, we'll do whatever you want. Not everything. I do have boundaries. Okay, this, this is going somewhere really fast. Uh, no, it's not going We love anywhere. you. Thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll see you next, guy, see next time, you guys. See you next time. Bye.